I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Thank you guys so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Every single Monday night, 7 p.m., we do a live on Instagram. Sometimes Facebook, but uh, for sure on Instagram. Oh, my God. You guys, thank you so much for coming out and hanging, man. We just had some amazing times over the last couple of weeks. I'm back from vacation, and we got some banger shows coming up. We are going to be, first off, at the Hog's Breath coming up this Friday night, April 7th. It's a free show. It is super easy. All you got to do, make reservations. You get uh, you get the table. You come down. You have a bunch of drinks. You kick it with your friends. That place is goddamn gangbusters. It's awesome. It's such a fun time. It's a great room. Uh, Eric and everybody at the Hog's Breath are just a great staff. So highly, I highly recommend coming down to that show. And then coming up the following week on the 14th, I'm going to be opening for Jeff Leeson down at Lansing Corners, Austin, Minnesota. Love that room. Love those guys. Big Jeff Leeson fan. If you've never seen him, check him out. And then I'm headlining House of Comedy coming up on April 26th, Wednesday night. So uh, get tickets, houseofcomedy.com.net, houseofcomedy.net.com.net. I'm not sure. Google it. You can find it. It's not that goddamn hard. Uh, Scooter, is anyone joining you? Coming up, or excuse me, Tara, Scooter, is anyone joining you? Yeah, there is a long walk to Cleveland table already in progress. So if you do want tickets for the show, uh, I would just say call up and just say you want to be on the long walk to Cleveland table and they'll get you guys all squared away. So... Eric knows the drill. He's seen you guys come a ton. He's seen you guys come to all the shows. So he's uh, he's looking forward to this next one. Khadijah Cooper, who's a gangster, one of the best. God, I love that lady. She's so goddamn funny. Jesse Jacobs, who Jesse Jacobs. I'll tell you this, ladies, if you are looking for some eye candy and you want to fill up the spank bank, Jesse Jacobs is your guy. That dude, hot damn. He is a good looking guy. And here's the thing. Doctor, married, baby on the way, but a doctor nonetheless, and one of those good doctors, not those weird, creepy male vagina doctors. It's always the weirdest when dudes are like, I'm going to become a gynecologist. What? What? Why? Because I love putting women's minds at ease. I can't say I made that up. Um, what's going on? Let's read some comments, huh? What's up, Liz? Hi, nice to see you. Uh, Tara, what's up, John? Nice to see you. What's up, Don Pardo? Uh, Jared, I swear to God, I text the text I sent right before you started. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I swear to God. Um, yeah, right as I was getting going, I was like, who the fuck is texting me now? And now I realize, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, bro is plugging his doctor friend. Hey, listen, this colon is not going to check itself. And I don't know if you guys know this. I kind of gambled for a long time with no health insurance. So I don't know what happened over the years. I don't know what's up there. I don't know what sort of weird cavernous Star Wars creature he's going to pull out of there. But one day, and here's the thing. 
I am 1,000% making Jesse give me a colonoscopy. I don't want anybody else to do it. You want to know why? Because I'm going to take Jesse on the road with me because he's a fucking funny guy and he's, a, he's got a baby on the way and I don't know. Hey, listen, the guy's going to have to make ends meet, all right? Jesse Jacobs is a funny dude, but the doctor salary is not going to be paying the bills. He has to go out and do stand-up comedy to make ends meet. So if there's one guy I want taking a look in my butthole, it's my friend Jesse Jacobs. I feel like I'm giving a politician's endorsement right now. There is one guy out there right now who gives greater colonoscopies. You don't want just any old off-the-street, run-of-the-mill doctor giving you a colonoscopy. You want Jesse Jacobs for colonoscopy. What do you call it? Is it a colonoscopist? Colonoscopist? Colon? 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 He's the butt doctor. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyway. He's a funny dude. I love that guy. Such a fan. I can't wait to be hanging with him. I actually got him hooked up. We were at a show one night, and my one of my agents was there. And I kind of had this thought. I was like, when Jesse gets on stage, I guarantee my agent Haley is going to walk over to him and be like, hey, how's it going? And I intercepted that shit. I was like, don't you, fuck, don't you dare. You know how hard it is to get work in this town now that I'm in my 40s? Do you know how hard it is? I went on every role I went and did. It was always for the young, cool, hip guy. And now I'm I'm the boss or I'm the dad. It's bullshit. It's hard enough to get gigs. He is my age and is a thousand times better looking. No. No more. No. And she laughed and was like, I'm totally going to sign him. I'm like, you should sign him because he is a goddamn gangster. I love that guy. What's up, Patrick? How are you? Hi, Kimberly. Speaking of funny comedians, Kimberly Ashland is crushing right now. I mean, killing. Such You're working so goddamn hard. It's so nice to see. So funny. And just like working your way up the ladder. It's so nice to see. Pat, you too, man. Just fucking killing right now. Hot diggity damn. So many good comics in this market. Oh, lucky to have everybody. I'm too old and too white to get on uh, most of the shows in this town, but nonetheless, I still enjoy uh, everybody hanging out, man. So yeah, so I would just say, what's up, MJ? Sparkle Princess, nice to see you guys. I would say if you are around and you want to come out Friday night, make a reservation. Uh, I'm going to be hosting that show. I'll be on the road for a good chunk of April, and then I'm coming back Wednesday April 26th, headlining House of Comedy. Bring your friends, hide your kids, hide your wife. Actually, don't hide your wife because she's going to have to drive your drunk ass home. Bring everybody out. We're, we're calling in all the favors. <laughs> you know, I love headlining House of Comedy. The problem with headlining House of Comedy is that every time I headline it, Mike Brody, <clears throat> who's a wonderful human being, and uh, is going to actually going to be on the Tom Bernard podcast coming up this Friday. That dude, every time I goddamn play that room, he books killers in front of me, and I'm like, God damn it! Listen, here's I want I want somebody who's on their third open mic. That's who I want open for me. <laughs> That's shitty to say. I should say that, but I'm I'm saying, I mean, the last time I had to go up after Robert Burrill and Jason Schaumer. I don't know if you've ever met those two, but they are goddamn funny. And then Jeff Fozer and Lauren Rice on top of it. Oh, hot damn. So 
it'll be fun. It'll be it's the last time that I have been out to. Uh, it's been a while. I can't remember the last. Oh, you know. Oh, damn. You know what? The last time that I did it was Valentine's Day. That was the last time that I headlined. Yeah. Uh huh. Hilarious. Yeah. That I told you guys, uh, uh, Steph. That was a great show, though. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great time that night. That was a fun night. That was. Um, that was. Uh, what the hell show was that? Oh, I, I judge shows now by jokes. That's how I put things together. I remember what jokes were new and then go, oh, fuck, that's right. That's a decent joke. Hey, speaking of shows, I was at Lake Mills in Iowa on Saturday night. It was like a one-off thing that I booked through uh, the comedian company. Jason Douglas was like, hey, man, uh, this thing just popped up. Are you available? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, great. Let's get in the car. It's an hour and a half. Him and I go down there. We end up at Five Alarm Brewing, had never heard of the joint, amazing place, killer brews, fun people. Then, then, you say then, now what happened was uh, I got there and I'm looking around the room and I'm like, it's a weird room. And then I look over at Jason, I'm like, I think that's our stage. And he's like, that's not our stage, that's a coffee table. I'm like, I think that's, uh, that's our stage. And then we got up on the gun, and then I looked at the the guy who ran the show, and I went, "That that's 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 where we're performing tonight, isn't it?" He's like, "Hot damn, we brought that all the way in from the farm. We got that thing. I don't know why he's got a southern accent when he's in Iowa, but hot diggity damn, we grabbed the John Deere, and I grabbed Billy Bob, and I grabbed uh, Rosalita. Again, I don't know why I have a name like Rosalita in Iowa, but then again, that's me stereotyping." He's like, yeah, we grabbed Billy Bob, and we grabbed Bob Billy, and we grabbed Robert Frost, and we grabbed Jack Jack Karen. I don't know who these people are. Anyway, just saying that they hauled a fucking table into the show, and then that was our stage that night. So I just want you guys to know that the show before that was a sold-out theater with Tammy Pescatelli on the outskirts of Chicago for what may have been one of the best sets of my life. And then I go to Disney. I put on 11 pounds. And then I come back to do comedy on a coffee table. So I want everybody hearing this to remember the next time, the next time somebody goes, oh, that Povich guy, he was born with a silver spoon up his ass. I think that's how the saying goes. You say, no, no, no. That guy has done comedy on a coffee table. How many of you can say that you have done comedy on a coffee table? Not a goddamn lot of you. I'm saying, now, does it count if you get on your own coffee table? Absolutely not. You need to be paid small fractions of dollars and be given free, free watered-down IPAs all goddamn night. And then you can say that you did comedy on a fucking coffee table. That's what you can say. Until then, you shut your goddamn mouths about it. What's up, Chad? How are you, buddy? Uh, I do want to talk just a little bit about about uh, Disney and, man, how I feel like my life is 1,000% changed. And I really feel like me and my daughter connected. I felt as though there were times where we had small rifts in our relationship. And I really needed to find, I needed to find the core of me. I needed to find who I was before I could let her into my heart. And then... Once she found out that I was paying thousands of dollars to bring her to Disney World, 
that's when the that's when the that's when the mesh to my poor little heart opened up and she climbed and shined she was like i love you dad thank you i gotta give credit to my sister for booking that whole fucking trip though that i would there's no way i would have been able to do what my i like i'm a good traveler i kind of went through a spat there where I was going through some PTSD and I was going through some trauma and I was arriving to my destinations with like a suitcase filled with CDs and I don't know, granola bars. I was like, I had to go to a wedding for like six days. I showed up with like a half a sock. <laughs> They're like, the fuck's the matter with you? I'm like, I don't think I'm right in the head. I don't think this is not, this is not good. But anyway, I finally got my shit together. Started becoming a good traveler. Thought I was a good traveler until I traveled with my sister to Disney. I mean, she had it. I mean, it was goddamn. It was regimented. I mean, it was bang, 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 bang. Every time we turned a corner, she was like, we got to go here. We got to be here. Move this. this we got to be at this place at this time. Jen, you've gotten better at packing suitcases. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a tough go for a while. Like, now I got my shit together. But... Uh, Right before I got on the plane on Saturday morning, my sister texted me and said, uh, our flight is canceled because we were taking separate flights. Long story as to why. And I went, oh, fuck. Do you want me to stay home? Like, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, no, 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 get on the goddamn plane. We'll figure it out. Get on the plane. We need you to get there first. You get there first. We'll figure us out. So I get to Disney, 8.45 in the morning. My sister texts. She's like, we're getting in at like 9.30. Me left to my own devices. In a warm climate with people I don't know, that is goddamn trouble. I mean, I I resort hopped as much as I, I mean I I met so many people who didn't meet me, and what I mean by that is every time I'd walk up, I'd be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And we'd sit down. I'm like, "Hey, you guys mind if I join you?" And I'd start taking photos with other families and sending them off to my family. And then I got to the third resort. It was this place kind of in the outskirts, in the middle of nowhere, just like it was kind of next to Epcot, but it was kind of pulled off to the side. And I felt like it was in the middle of nowhere. I belly up to this bar. I meet this couple that are in their 60s. We start shooting the breeze. Finally, at some point, the lady's drunk and eating French fries and spitting them all over the goddamn place and is laughing hysterically about it, which now I'm like four beers in and I'm laughing hysterically about it. And finally, she leans over. She's like, hey, how's it going? By the way, my name is Joanne. This is Daryl. I was like, Joanne, Daryl, nice to meet you guys. My name's Brandon. Nice to meet you. Because here's the thing. You don't know what you're going to say. And you, these people will never see you again. If you give them a real name, and especially for like how much shit I got on the internet, it doesn't take much. It's a half a Google and boom, you find me. So I'm like, I'm going to keep my, I just, I tell everybody I'm a different... I will say this, the people at the Skyline, the Skyliner, it's kind of like the gondola system at Disney. You guys got to get on the same goddamn page because I bought a beer right away. It was, I mean, I landed at, I got to Disney at 845. I bought a beer at 847, which by the way, fucking, I was pacing myself. So I bought a beer. I got on the Skyliner. I start traveling around while I'm kicking it. I'm getting on the sky. I'm getting on every, nobody's stopping me. Nobody. Finally, at some point, one dude just kind of pulls up. He goes, uh, hey man, that, uh, that beer. I look down at the cup. I look at him. I go, apple juice. Guy's like, you got to step off the Skyliner. I was like, God damn it. 
I was like, they got to pour it out. He's like, no, you can drink it, but you just can't be on the Skyliner with it. I was like, all right, that's cool. He was kind of a dick. I, you know, kind of, you could tell he was sort of like a guy who didn't have much power in his earlier years. And now that finally same, somebody gave him a vest and a clipboard, he's going to flex on everybody he can. So I finish my beer. I walk around to the next resort. I meet, I don't know, six, seven more people, different name every single time. I'm half in the bag. I start walking back towards the Skyliner, and I notice that same dude is standing there again. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm really drunk. I was like, I don't know if this guy will let me on. And it's, I'm telling you, and this is the only way I can't get onto any part. There's, there's other parts you can get onto the Skyliner. This is the only one. If I miss this Skyliner, if he boots me out, I cannot get on, and I have to walk my ass back to the art of animation. And that is a fucking haul. And I'm like, all right. So, Luckily, because I'm only five foot five, there was a basketball team from just outside of uh, uh, Louisiana. Uh, why am I not the Saints? Uh, New Orleans. There we go. Just outside of New Orleans, and I, I kind of slide in behind these dudes, and I'm like, "Hey, you guys, uh, you guys getting on the Skyliner?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Sweet. Um, you mind if I ride with you? Is that cool?" And they were like, uh, "Yeah." I'm like, "I'm just I'm by myself." I'm like, "Long story. I'll tell you when we get on." And they're like, "Okay, sure." So I just kind of kept my mouth shut and just like buried in behind these dudes. And then the guy was like, uh, how many you got? And of course he's, you know, I'm non-existent because the 17 and 18 year olds in front of me are six foot four. And they're like, we got five. The guy's like, great yellow gondola. And I literally just like zoop, moved to the right. We all jumped into the gondola. We started going on the skyline. I was like, thank you. I'm like, I got booted out of this place earlier. And I didn't think that guy was going to let me back on because when I left here, I was a little sauced up. And then when I got back, I was really sauced up. I'm telling you, the future of America in good hands. These kids, hilarious, super funny. Everything they had, everything we talked about, like they had a one-liner four. I was super impressed with these kids. And I keep telling everybody, like, having opened up for some of these younger TikTok kids, we get into this habit with uh, comedians going, I can't say what I want. We're at a time when comedians can't say anything. Bullshit, man. Are you kidding me? That's the, that's the, what a lame-ass excuse. We're at a time right now, especially like with this younger generation, because their younger generation are seeing their older brothers and cousins and sisters. They are doing the whole woke thing. And these younger kids are like, that's not us, man. Don't make me, I don't want to, how do you rebel? You do completely opposite of whatever it is the older people in front of you did. My, my buddy TJ, prime example. My buddy TJ, his parents were bikers. They were drug runners. What did TJ do? He bought a suit and got straight A's. That's an honest to God true story. So that's what you do. You rebel, and that's all these kids are rebelling, and they were super fun, and uh, we rode the Skyliner all the way. We were going to ride the Skyliner all the way back to my resort, and then I went, fuck it, there's another bar I haven't been to yet. So I jumped off quick, and I walked down to uh, the, the fuck is it called? Uh, the, uh, the Riviera, the Riviera Resort. So we go to the Riviera, and while I'm kicking it there, I walk up, I belly up to this next bar. We start drinking. This guy comes walking over and he goes, uh, he goes, hey man, is uh, anybody uh, sitting next to you? I was like, no, it's an empty seat. He's like, thank Christ. Guy jumps on the seat next to me and uh, bartender starts walking by, sticks his hand out. He's like, he's like, hey, uh, real quick, do you mind can I get a rum and Coke? But he's like, yep, no problem. Mixes up a rum and Coke, hands him his rum and Coke, pays, and he bolts. I'm like, all right, that's weird, but okay, whatever. 
about 10 minutes later, all of a sudden the guy comes back and he sits down next to me. He goes, hey, man, you mind if I take this seat again? I was like, no, go for it. He sits down. Bartender walks by. He's like, hey, can I get a rum and coke? She's like, yeah, no problem. Gives her rum and coke. Guy pays for it. Off he goes. Finally, the third guy, t- time the guy comes back, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Um, you uh, you keep pop- popping over here. I can't remember how the conversation started, but he goes, hey, I- I'm sorry, man. The, the line to get to like, because there was like a pool area. And half the bar was dedicated to the pool area, and the other half was dedicated to people that just wanted to sit. And he's like, that fucking pool line is like a 40-minute wait. He's like, I just keep bopping over here just coming up to you because you look like you're here, so I just pay him real quick and move on with my day. And I was like, that is fucking genius, man. That is genius. I'm like, you know what? I said, how many more you got in you? And he goes, I don't know. I got like three or four left. I was like, sweet. Well, I will, because I was just going to pull anchor, but hey, man, since you're here, we're gonna. I'm doing you. I'm doing you a solid. This is me putting out good karma into the world. I will stay and drink more so that you have an empty seat to come and not have to wait 40 minutes in line to get. <laughs> ah, I'm 42. What am I doing? What is it? How? Why? You continue to act this way. Get your shit together, man. Neil Merritt, what's up, dude? God, I was just thinking about you guys the other day. Uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh, man. Uh, I ran into, on my flight home, I ran into the band The Guess Who. And I'm not asking you to guess who. I literally was sitting next to the guys from The Guess Who. And we were bullshitting. And I said, oh, so you guys, uh, what are you, are you guys running around uh, Minneapolis tonight or something? He goes, no, we got to go down to La Crosse. We're playing uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. I was like, oh, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh, Christ, you're the guest too. You must be playing the lacrosse center, the the, the Cavalier. I mean, you got to have a place. I mean, you're the goddamn guess who? American woman, stay away from me. Oh, Burton Cummings, dude, bring that Canadian rock. Hang on, American woman, stay away from me. So, um, yeah. So the guys are on the uh, the plane. And I go, where are you guys at? They go, lacrosse, Wisconsin. I'm like, oh, Cavalier? He's like, no, Viterbo? And I was like, oh, Viterbo. Yeah, you guys are going to have a great time, man. They were such nice guys. And uh, we started, like, just kind of yapping a bit. And, uh, yeah, come to find out, man, there was a couple of people that we kind of had friend, common friends. And I'm like, I know this guy. And they're like, yeah, we, we, we've been kicking with that dude for a while, man. So, Kevin Holmes, what you drinking? St. Ellen's Malt Ale. Tastes like horse piss, man. Um, yeah. Oh, what's up, Camille? Gosh, nice to see you. I'm glad everything is going well for you guys. Absolutely. If you guys are wondering, if you're listening to the podcast, and you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Uh, we do it live every single time on Instagram. So if you are uh, bopping around, you're listening to the podcast, just find it, uh, Rudy underscore Povich. Listen, um, I'm going to go finish this and get this podcast uploaded, and then it is the NCAA championship tonight. Which, if you watched the women's uh, NCAA championship last night, what a goddamn gong show that was. Listen, refs, I'm not here to watch you. To call a technical on anybody in that game. Not only a technical, but a technical on the star player. For what? For taking the ball and throwing it behind her? Shoving it away? We're not there to watch you. It's funny, because I know nothing about women's basketball, but my brother-in-law is an aficionado. And he's like, oh, Christ, women's basketball officiating is horseshit. And I was like, oh, that's that's ridiculous, man. And I'm like, uh, 
And then I watched it. I was like, yeah, no, he's right. And they're, they're, they're full of shit. Absolutely. Kevin Holmes, I'm smoking a J, brother. Cheers. Well, cheers to you, my man. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, Kevin Holmes. If you guys haven't seen... Kevin Holmes is a kid who's been working his ass off in this comedy scene now forever. And just in the last, like, probably like three months, I, I've watched that kid fucking just, like, grow tenfold. So... Congratulations, dude. You are killing it right now. Uh, who you got? UConn or San Diego State? Obviously, UConn is destroying right now. They are killing everybody, and they are killing everybody with ease. San Diego State almost got beat by basically uh, a couple of ninth graders. So, obviously, I, I a betting man would take UConn, but my heart is for San Diego State because I, I want the underdog. That's what you want. You want the underdog. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, anyways, you guys, uh, you guys have a uh, wonderful evening. Like I said, check out the schedule. A lot of shows coming up. This Friday, I will be over at the Hogs Breath with Khadijah Cooper, Jesse Jacobs, and uh, Justin Johnson. Uh, Caitlin Clark is, is that a dog those LSU gals are? Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely, man. Um, those gals are no joke. They really, I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. That whole, and... If you talk about the team that deserved it, who played better, LSU definitely deserved it, but maybe not as much as what by the, what they won by. It should have been closer, and it shouldn't have been so much. I mean, they stopped the fucking – it was like every nine seconds they were calling a goddamn foul. What a pain in the ass. So anyways, I'm hoping we're not getting the same for the NCAA Men's Championship tonight, but – yeah, check out the website this Friday at uh, The Hogged Breath. There will be a Long Walk to Cleveland table. If you call, just ask to be a part of the Long Walk to Cleveland table. I'm sure those guys will be able to get you set up. Also, uh, don't forget, headlining House of Comedy, April 26th. It's a Wednesday night. Tickets, I believe, are on sale right now. I could be wrong, but I believe they're on sale right now. I'll check it out. We'll get that going. Check out the website. There's a bunch of cool dates. Jeff Leeson, who might be one of the best crowd-working comedians I've ever witnessed, and I can't believe I'm opening for this guy. It's going to be at Lansing Corners, Austin, Minnesota. That's on April 14th. Make sure to check out the website. And then I got dates coming up. I'm going to be in Tempe, Tempe, Arizona with Jonathan Kite. Uh, That's coming up uh, the third week of July. And then the week after that, I'm back there with Adam Ray doing uh, stand-up live. I mean, just some juggernauts of shows coming up over the next couple of months so make sure you check it out rudypovich.com you guys are always the best find this podcast on apple podcast spotify and stitcher obviously you can find me every single morning between 7 a.m and 10 a.m on the tom bernard podcast download the app you can win a thousand dollars and then download this podcast every single time on apple podcast spotify and stitcher and then we do it live monday nights 7 p.m on instagram you guys are the best. Uh, tomorrow, Tom Bernard podcast, one of the most fascinating people I know, Ethan Nagel, is going to be joining us. You might remember Ethan. Ethan was the former Marine slash filmmaker who went to Ukraine and saved over 140 children when the Russian invasion happened. He's an absolute joy to talk to and i can't wait to have him on that'll be tomorrow on the tom bernard podcast marty quist what's up tommy nagel sorry we couldn't get together in uh, orlando but hopefully i can see you soon my man you guys have been great obviously love hanging out with you and thank you so much for taking a long walk to cleveland
Telling the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.